but uh, as Saul goes, he threw the ball very well in Pittsburgh. It's a big day for a clubhouse man for the Cardinals, Butch Yakin in his 50th year for the Cardinals, 50 years. He was honored prior to the game. Here's the opening pitch of the ball game. Stennett, first ball hitting, bounces one off the right side for the base hit. Now, Rennie Stennett, first ball hitting, as he usually does, found the hole between Troy and Sizemore. That'll bring up Dave Parker, the right fielder. He has hit the ball well against the Cardinals this year. Parker has had uh, 10 hits and 17 times at bat against the Cardinals, hitting at a 588 clip. On the season at 273, three home runs, he's driven in nine. Here's a pitch by Nagy. The curveball is down. Low ball one. Nagy's a right-handed pitcher. Joe Torrey at first base holds the runner there. Stennett to pitch to Parker. Fly ball left center field. Pretty well hit. Back is A.G. Going, going, going. He can't get it. It bounces into the stands and it's a double. A ground rule double. Actually, a book rule double is what it is. And as the ball bounced off the Astro chair surface into the uh, seats in the left center field, and the Pirates are running it to Steve uh, Mike Nagy with a single on the double. Have nobody out. Runners at second and third, and the batter is Al Oliver. Parker continues his solid hitting here. And that ball just was hit right on the button and kept sliding away from Tommy Agee. He never had a chance to catch it. They're getting activity in their bullpen. Looks like uh, Tom Murphy starting to throw, or maybe a left-hander. Orlando Pena it is. Oliver lines the center field. It should get a run in. Center tag. He'll come on to score. And holding at second base is Dave Parker. That is an idea of the eye by Oliver. Most that he has ever hit in one year in his uh, major league career. He's talking to us on the pregame show. Stated that that was one of his goals this year. To drive in 100 runs, hit 20 home runs, and hit 300. And he may just reach all of them. He needs one more home run to get 20. He's batting at 295. But the Pirates lead, one to nothing, and a batter will be Willie Stargell. Parker at second base. Tyson playing directly behind him on the strong shift against Stargell. Pitch to Willie is up high. Ball one. Orlando Fenya throwing alone in the Cardinal bullpen. He's a right-hander. Bolano pitch from Nagy. Change up and it uh, missed eye. Two balls and a no strikes. Looks like he tried to throw up on the curveball. Stargell leading in RBIs with 108. Johnny Bench second behind him at 103. Woolley betting at 304, 39 home runs, two behind Davey Johnson. Curveball again, missing inside. Ball three. Nagy is continuing to work Stargell very tight. Pirates lead, one nothing. Parker at second base. One down. Foul, he had the green light on three and off. Back out of play. This game, of course, on the Pirate Radio and Television Network. And as the players say, it's the game of the world. It's on national television. Tony Kubek and Kurt Gowdy working to our left. Nagy wants another sign from his catcher, Ted Simmons. 
He checks out Parker at second base. The fastball missed high and outside. Ball four. Now that's the first walk of the ball game. The Parts have sent four batters up. They have scored one. They have two base runners. And the batter now is Richie Hebner. He doubled in the first inning and was thrown out as he and the home plate umpire at that time. Dave Davidson had some words and a little bit of contact, I would guess. He took an early shower. Hebner hitting a 280, 21 home runs. He has driven in 64. The fastball is low and away. Ball one. pitch. Again outside, the count 2-0. It is tougher pitching in the daytime than it is at night. Not only the heat, but the batters see the ball better. Two balls and no strikes. Fastball away, ball three. Nagy struggling here with control. And instead of he has a problem uh, looking at his record down in it was that control. The on-deck batter is Matty Sagan. Hebner has the 3-0 count. Stodgill had the green light on 3-0. Oh, see if Hebner does. Here's the pitch. And he missed ball four. That loads him up. Parker goes to third. Stodgill to second. Hebner on it first. And uh, Barney Schultz is coming out to the mound. to talk to Mike Nagy. Sagan is the batter. But a delay here as Barney Schultz is going to make a pitching change already. They're going to the bullpen. And this is something, of course, that managers don't like to do in the first inning. But out of necessity, this is a very big ball game for the Cardinals. If they lose this one, they would fall five game, four games back in that last column. Of course, three games behind overall. Now, Shading will not wait too long to make some pitching changes today. Nagy leaves, and coming on will be Orlando Pena. Well, we've got a moment here. Let's pause 20 seconds for our local station. Orlando Pena is the pitcher. He'll face Manny Sagdian with the bases loaded. His record is 3-3. Uh, three and three. Much travel pitcher, but has done well for the Cardinals this year. He saved five ball games while winning three and has a good earned run average of 2.20 in 36 previous appearances. He's been primarily a short reliever. Pirates, uh, the last time in here with Nellie Browns pitching, beat him a ball game, won a home run by Richie Hebner in the seventh inning. Three to two. And a very odd delivery. Turns his back and hides the ball very well. Not exceptionally fast. There's a fourth ball sinking fastball and may occasionally throw a different kind of pitch like Gaylord Perry does or is supposed to off Bill Brown says they call out a Cuban knuckleball a little bit wet sometimes the log on Eggy he only goes one third of an inning tagged for two hits Two walks. He's already given up one run, but the base runners have near at first. Stargell at second base and Parker at third are his responsibility. Now the Cardinals are playing back, of course, for the double play here. Sagan has driven in 59, and if he can get a base hit, it's going to be a very big one for the Bucks and break this thing open a bit. 
Manny hitting at 285. 12 home runs, 59 RBI. Pena steering for the sign from Ted Simmons. Cardinals loosening a couple of pitches again. Andrews, the left-hander, and uh, Tom Murphy, a right-hander. Pena set the pitch from the stretch. He swings and misses Sanguin. Takes the pitch up around the middle of the cap. A very bad pitch. General theory, you just don't throw the ball over the plate to Sanguin. If you do, you're going to get hurt. And most pitchers this year are doing exactly that. They're making him chase it. And a ground ball hits foul off there. And as Pena kept that ball down low, possibly out of the strike zone, too. And Manny, a little bit anxious to swing that bat, is in the hole there. No balls and two strikes. Two pitch just outside. He missed with a breaking ball. One ball and two strikes. Thank you. Started to go, but the lunging and finally held off. Houston has taken a 3 nothing lead over the Dodgers. They're in the bottom of the fifth at Houston. Pitch outside. Two balls, two strikes. The breaking ball again by Pena. Usually almost a hesitation in his delivery. Turns his back towards uh, the plate, facing second base as he goes into his motion. Hides the ball. Has a lot of deception. The 2-2 two -two pitch. Line drive. Center field. Base hit. One run is in. Stargell's going to come around. And the throw by A.G. is to the cutoff man. The five sweep. Three to nothing. Well, thank in after chasing a couple of pitches, hung tough with two strikes and just punched the ball right up the middle off Orlando Pena. Those two runs charge to Steve Nagy, Parker scoring, and Stargell scoring. Moving to second base, Richie Hebner. He is still a responsibility of Mike Nagy. So the log not completed on him. Bobby Robertson got a single his first time up last night on a check swing. to drive and a run. He's hitting a 248, 14 homers, 38 RBIs. Pena's pitches foul off the third base side. Stack one. Cardinals have the rookie Kenny Reese at third, another rookie. Mike Tyson at short, Ted Sizemore is at second, Joe Torrey at first. The outfield Brock in left field, Tommy Agee in center. And Luis Melendez is in right field. Pena and Simmons, the battering. Still only one out. The Pirates lead 3-0. Same lead they had last night. Pitch inside. Knocks Robertson back off the plate. He lost uh, the batting helmet and the soft cap. Says he ducked his head to get away from it. One ball and one strike. Hard ball game last night. All the scoring taking place in the first inning. A lot of disputed plays of the umpires. pitch. Check swing and it's hit off the first base side. Torrey will make the play unassisted. Both runners advance. Hebner goes to third. Sanguin to second base. Robertson check swing. Did that last night. Wound up with a base hit. But not quite that fortunate this afternoon. It'll bring up Dal Maxwell, the shortstop. Maxie hitting a 208. No home run. 13 RBIs. 
And he can be tough in situations like this. With runners in scoring position, the outfield very shallow all the way around, and particularly in right field with Melendez and center field with Tommy Agee. Brock a bit deeper in left, but still very shallow. The pitch to Maxi is outside, ball one. The on-deck batter is the Jim Rooker, the pitcher. First base is open. The umpiring crew, Wendell sat behind the plate, Donatelli at first, Bob Engel is at second, and uh, Davidson at third. Here's a pitch by Pena, fouled by Maxi, on an off-speed pitch. One ball and one strike. Cardinals uh, really suffering with the ineffectiveness lately of Rick Wise and, of course, the loss of Bob Gibson. The one-one pitch, curve inside, or the football, maybe. Two balls in the strike. Nothing, Pittsburgh, runners at second and third, two down, first inning. Foul, back off the mask of the catcher, Teddy Simmons. Pena that time came in with a fastball. That's got two runs in the first inning against the Chicago Cubs and Fergie Jenkins. George Stone pitching for... The match, Maxwell swings and misses Judge That ends the inning. The Pirates had eight batters up. They scored three runs on three hits, a couple of walks, no errors, and we stand two. Now we go to the bottom of the first inning, and the Pirates take a three-to-nothing lead. Here's a football score, West Virginia, at halftime, leading Maryland, six-to-nothing. It opens their season this afternoon at Georgia. Two field goals in that ballgame. Bobby Bowden's club out in front, six to nothing, and a couple of field goals, one in the first period and one in the second. In state, Nippy Lions are on the west coast. Later on, he'll be playing Stanford. Well, Jim Rucker has a three nothing lead, and he faces Lou Brock, the go man for the Cardinals. He's hitting at 294. Good curve by Rucker. He's in there, stack one. Mack is at six home runs. He's driven in 57. Up in Montreal. The Phillies got a run in the first inning. They lead one to nothing. They're batting in the second. Curve down low. One ball, one straight. Nick Ruthman, a rookie going for the Phillies, and Mike Torres for Montreal. Here's a pitch to Brock. Foul, back out of play in the fastball. One ball, two straight. Houston has hit a Three home runs in that ball game. The pitcher, uh, Griffin, his first with nobody on in the third. Cedeno's 23rd with one on in the third. And Jimmy Winner's 22nd with one on in the fifth. It's down low. Two balls, two strikes. Run by win was uh, in the fifth with nobody on. Brown ball, right side, sent it over, cuts it off. He throws on in time for the out. Dropped off the base pass, and uh, you were going to have some success against the Cardinals. We found that out last night. You get on one, she scored their only run. But he makes things happen. This is Ted Sizemore, the number two batter, hitting a 267. 
One home run, 47 RBIs, but like the Pirates' Dave Parker doing so well against the Cardinals. This guy has been a nemesis against us. Hitting at 328, 20 hits and 61 times at that, and 10 RBIs. Rooker in with a fastball, it's fouled back out of play, stack one. Tommy Agee, the on-deck batter. Pirates lead, 3 nothing. bottom of the first inning. Here's a pitch to Sizemore. Good fastball, cracks right on the outside corner. Strike two. Rooker had an excellent winter down in Venezuela. Pitched a lot of baseball there. Moving fastball, sails outside. One ball and two strikes. Jim can be overpoweringly fast, and he appears to be that way. Early in the ballgame, his fastball is really live. Tailing away from the right-handed batter. In on the left hand. The one-two pitch. Good curve. Snaps it off and it's foul. Exceptional stuff here in the first inning. Always has had a good throwing on His big problem was uh, getting any sort of consistency with his pitching. Good curve and it's fly ball into shallow center field. Back is Rennie Sennett. The second baseman's got it. Down. Rooker started out on the Detroit Tiger organization as an outfielder, trained to pitching, spent most of his career in the American League with uh, Kansas City. This is his 14th year in professional baseball. Started out in 1960. The batter is Tommy Agee with two down, nobody on. The Pirates lead 3 nothing. Check swing and a foul. Out of play off the first base side. Check on. Agee has hit nine home runs this year. One of them in a Cardinal uniform. The other ones with the other ones with the Houston Astros. The big man in 1969 for the Mets. Fly ball right side. High fly and the right fielder Dave Parker will play this one. Retires the side, Parker making the final out. Cardinals go out in order in the first inning. We have completed one, and the Pirates lead three to nothing. Pirates leading three to nothing in the second inning. We'll send up uh, the pitcher, Jim Rutgay, then back at the top of the lineup, Rennie Stennett and Dave Parker against Mike Nagy. The law guy Nagy, he went one third of an inning. He's charged with all three runs. He gave up two hits, two walks, and no strikeouts. Not a bad hitter, hitting at 215, no home runs. He's driven in two. Rooker did 10 hits in uh, 41 attacks. Pena's pitch is in there, no, a little bit too high, ball one. Jim, a right handed batter. The right-handed pitcher into the windup and the pitch. Swinging and a miss on a breaking ball. One ball, one strike. Rooker has moved up in the batter's box. Third ball is swung on a miss. Strike two. Can't move up any farther. Trying to get that thing before it's breaking or something. 
is dazzling him with that off-speed stuff. A wind-up on the one-two pitch from Pena. Fastball foul back out of play. Hunter's hit a few home runs in the major leagues, and all of them in the American League. Telling us by the name that he's going to grab one in the National League sometime. This is a tough ballpark to do it in. High fly to shallow center field. Now drifting back a bit is A.G. He's got it. One down. It'll bring up Rennie Savage. He opened the ball game on the first pitch from Mike Nagy. Punching it between Torrey and Sizemore. Parker followed with a book rule double. All the way to sacrifice fly. Scoring stunning. Starts a walk. Abner Walk loading the bases and then sank in against Orlando Pena. Punched the single in the center field to score two runs. That's been the score. Lenny Powell got a play. Big thing with uh, hitting against Pena is being able to wait. He is very deceptive with his motion. There's that complete pivot turning around facing second base. Then comes into the plate, hides the ball. That ball is up high. One ball and one strike. A one-one pitch, blown away. Two balls in a strike. Andrew was picked up by the Cardinals on June the 15th. He was uh, purchased from the Baltimore Orioles. Ground ball is short. Mike Tyson's up. He's got Senator Thursday. Two down in the five second inning. The Pirates lead three to nothing. The batter now will be Dave Parker. He hit a double into the gap in left center field. It bounced out of the uh, ballpark into the stand for a book rule double. Big left-handed hit. up from Pena's down low, ball one. Newspaper strike out here in St. Louis. You know, hard keeping up with the activity in the Major League. But the Cardinal stat sheets have uh, almost become a sports sheet here. Standing, leaders and home runs and so on. Pitcher's down low and Parker, the count goes to 2-0 on Dave. the pitch. Swing and a miss. Another off-speed delivery. Two balls in the strike. The wind-up in the 2-1 delivery. Man, another swing and a miss. Strike two. And the off-speed pitch. He's keeping it down low at the knees on Dave. Andy needs a good long performance from this guy. Dipping into the Cardinal bullpen in the first inning. High fly to left center field. Well hit again. A.G. drifting back. Still going. Still going. He's got room. And he's got it right on the warning cut. And he tried to slip a fastball by him. Not quite got his eye. And Parker almost took him out of the ballpark. No runs. No hits. No errors. And nobody left. We go to the bottom of the second inning. And the Pirates lead 3 nothing. Wait. You know, good news out of... Uh, 
The Pick Panthers under Johnny his debut leading 7-0 after the first quarter. Pirates lead 3-0 here. Ted Simmons leads off the second inning against Jim Rooker. Cardinal catcher batting right hand. Makes the pitch outside for a ball. He's hitting at 298. And is at 12 home runs driven in 83. Leads the Cardinals batting and RBIs. Tied in home runs with Torrey, the on-deck batter. Rooker in with a fastball taking all the way. Simmons one ball and one strike. A wind-up and a pitch by Rooker. Foul. Pop-up off the right side. It's uh, in fair territory. Now drifting in foul territory. Robertson makes it. He's down the right field line, about 90 feet behind first. And over the sun here, a little bit... Uh, more pronounced as you move into closer to the fall season. More difficult to pick up the ball off the bat here. Getting into fall season in October and the first World Series kind of weather. I had so close being able to capture some of that magic in 1972. Matters Joe Torrey hitting fifth. Fouls out of play. Strike one. Rooker came inside with a fastball. Torrey hitting at 289, has 12 home runs, he's driven in 62. He's had a lot of physical problems the last month or so. Bad shoulder. Fastball down well. One ball and one Rooker tried the outside corner, but just missed with a moving pitch. Two balls in a strike. Torrey was acquired from Atlanta in a trade that sent uh, Cepeda down there. He swings and misses on a high fastball and had to let go of the bat with that right hand. This uh, really bothers him. He just can't handle the ball up high, and particularly when he swings and misses. You can see the pain showing on his uh, face. Reaction he has. Two balls and two strikes. And a ground ball. High chopper to Hebner has to wait for it. The throw is in time at first. Two down. Two up and two down. Three nothing to pass lead in the bottom of the second inning. Luis Melendez, the right fielder, will be the batter. This youngster hitting at 255. It's his one home run. He's driven in 32. Pirates have Hedner at third, Max Phillips at short, Senate at second, Bobby Robertson at first. Willie Stargell on left field, Al Oliver in center, Dave Parker in right, the battery, Jim Rooker, and Manny Sanguin. The windup and the pitch by Rookie to Melendez is a curve that bends in right at the knees, strike one. up by Rooker, and another pitch, and it's foul off the left foot of Melendez, and he goes popping out of there. He hurts. Missy Ziff, by the way, report on him after a very severe foul. He got off his uh, left shin bone. Appears to be in much better shape now. It was Lance today, but still has some pain. He can pinch it if necessary. That pitch, by the way, was a slider. It was uh, hit off the foot of Melendez. 
personal trainer out to tend to him. Brock Ellis joining the fight for uh, club. Billy Bryles last night had to leave because of a bad back. Nothing much to report on that. Other than uh, he took some heat today from trainer Tony Blatteron and said, wait a while to see how problematic that thing's going to be. But good to see Ellis back. Gives you another arm. Count is nothing and two on Melendez. Two down, nobody on. Three nothing ties lead. Second and change up is a little bit too high. Ball one. You can see Hernandez last night just almost pitch around this fella. He wanted to pitch the Lou Brock and he got him. Melendez pinch hit. Swing and a miss. He couldn't save it. Fastball by Rookie just tailed away and Jim picks up his first strikeout. He's retired six in a row. We've completed two and the Pirates lead three nothing. Up there, rain out on Sunday. Willie Stoggle and Ricky Ebner. Three left-handed batters to go against the ageless Cardinal pitcher, Orlando Pena, age 38. But uh, still pitching very well. He came on to replace Mike Nagy in the first inning. There's only one out. He's given up uh, one hit, and that's been it. But a very big one by Manny Shagian with a count of two and two. He singled in the center field to drive in two very big runs. Hit a sacrifice fly in the first inning. His 90th RBI, and it's a season high total for him in his major league career. Oliver takes a strike. Out of play. Came right in on the pitch of uh, Oliver. Maybe just dazzling you with that uh, wind-up of his and a lot of off-speed pitches. His fastball is not going to overpower you at all. He mixes him up so well. He has two pitch. Here's a fastball. It's lined to right field. Back is Melendez on the warning track. He's got it. Orlando twice has tried to throw the fastball by Parker and Oliver now. And both times they have been well hit. A.G. catching Parker's ball for the final out in the second. On the warning track in deep left center. Melinda's going back on the warning track to get this one to open up the pitch. The batter is Willie Stargell. He walked in the first inning and came on to score on the single right tank in. Pirates 3-0. One down, third inning. Getting ready for a wind-up. And 
the pitch underway, I think. He struck him out. Breaking ball on inside. He puts the ball down low, and Scott is a good low ball hitter. Latanya just pitches him right down there, a little bit lower than possibly uh, he would on anybody else. Well, he chased the pitch very low that time, a breaking ball. Just missed inside on tight. One ball and two strikes. John 
down point of Rookery's pitching this year is the fact that he has walked only 44 batters in 140 innings of pitch. And that is quite a contrast to what he did in the previous year. A one-two pitch. Third. Kept playing foul. Third. Suddenly last year, when they sent him down to Omaha, Kansas City had no more options left. Thought he was going to be left to die in the vine down there. He started to think about what he was doing with all of his talent. And he only walked 12 batters in 62 innings. 62 innings there. He always had control problems every year. Pick up five. James got two balls and two strikes. Now to Venezuela. Pitched very well down there. Mike Tyson. And a cap ball is short next to his left gets and he's got him in first base. Two up and two down on the Cardinal third. The Pirates lead three to nothing. And Hector Cruz, one of the three Cruz brothers on the Cardinal roster now, will step into bat. Virilio, who is called Tommy Cruz, Hector Cruz, and Jose. Robertson. And I'll tell you, you're going to need all the pitching you can get. Swing and a miss, two and one. 
Because we have five coming up with a match starting Monday night. Hope you'll all be out there Monday and Tuesday. Gates remain open at Gate A. I'm thinking one right now right up till quite late tonight. So if you're in the neighborhood, drop on by and get your ducats. Back swinging, 2-2. While you're there, don't forget about that fan appreciation day we got coming up with Montreal. And who knows, that final game against Montreal could well decide it. The way they're playing, the way we're playing, the way everybody else is playing, nobody's running at it yet. Totally, 2-2 pitch. Just outside. And the Buckos, of course, the right smack dab in the second thing. Three balls, two strikes with one out and none on in the fourth. Pittsburgh leading 3-0. Murphy, the right-hander. Sends it in. Robertson hits a short loop in the center. Eight, he went back and now comes on and runs up for it. He started back on the ball and was able to recover and come on to get it. Two down to Dow Maxville, who stuck out in the first inning. He just tuning in. Senate single to right in the first inning. Parker hit a book rule double. The announcer out here is a ground rule double, and they're wrong. It's a book rule double, and a book rule double is quite different than a ground rule, in that a book rule is one established by the league that applies to every ball club in every park. And a ball bouncing over a fence fair is a book rule double. A ground rule is when the ball club says whether their dugout is in or out of play or what happens in certain areas of the club where they themselves set the rules. But the book rule applies to everybody, and that's what Parker hit. And Oliver drove in the Senate. With a sacrifice by Stodgill drew a walk, Kevner walked. They brought on Taney and Sangi went up the middle for a base hit, and we lead 3-0. The 2-0 to Maxville for Murphy, Paley, and high fastball. And it's 3-0. Two down in the fourth. Outfield shallow and split right. Gaps left center. And a strike is called, 3-1. Tomorrow, Alan Foster goes for the Cardinals. We're coming with Stevie Blatt. Here's the three and one. And now it's three and two. The game will be on our entire radio network. It'll not be aired on television. Three ball, two strike pitch. Maxi goes down swinging. Strike out number three, and it ends the inning for Pittsburgh. Three up, three down. At the end of three and a half, the Buckos lead the Cardinals three to nothing. Play later on Phil Necro. Scheduled to go against Don Gullett. Nico at 13 and 8. Gullett at 17 and 8. Houston leads Los Angeles 4 to 1 after six and a half innings of play. Downing and Shannon for the Dodgers. Griffin for Houston. Griffin hit his first home run. Sedano hit his 22nd. Wynn hit his 22nd. And Buckner hit his 8th. delivery. A bouncer hit down to first. It goes out foul. 
Very soft-spoken, very articulate young man, Lou Brock.
One ball, two strikes here to Jim Rooker. And the one-two pitch, curve outside, two-two. Montreal batting in the fourth, the Phillies lead there one nothing. New York batting in the fourth, they lead the Cubs 3-0 in the first of a doubleheader. 2-2 pitch. Ball three outside. He nibbled, he had him 0-2. Now he started to nibble, he's out through the full count. Rooker, a former outfielder, not a bad swinger up there at the plate. He'll go after it. 3-2. And he walked him, by golly. That's the third walk. Had him 0-2 and let him get right off the seesaw. Rennie Stettin now. He singled on the very first pitch of the game, and that must have told Mr. Nagy that there was something wrong out there. That boy, we went after him like a, with a vengeance. So now Reese has come up even inside a third little bit, just in case. Stennett takes it low. He did not indicate a bunt. Ball one. I don't think it would be too likely. Danny Murtaugh said that he asked... <laughs> about Stennett. Well, we'll talk about it in a minute. One ball, no strikes. You know, I, I was about to say, you don't know whether it'll be too likely he'll bunt, but in this situation, we'll see what Danny has him doing. They're looking for it anyhow. He swings away, foul back. The other day, when he put Ramon Hernandez up, Danny said he asked Hernandez, can you bunt? And Moni said, yeah. And as he went up to the plate, Stennett said to Danny, he's a lousy bunter. <laughs> and he proved that he was. <laughs> one ball, one strike. Murphy, the right-hander, delivers on the outside corner of the plate, called strike two. One ball and two strikes. Rooker, the runner at first base, he drew a walk. Short lead, not holding too much as Torrey, just in behind the runner. And Stennett reaches for a curve and piles it up into the seat. Let's get about three or four more runs right here. Give Rooker a little more of a pad to work with. The uh, Cardinals have a left-hander listening at that Andrews again. Tom Andrews, or John Andrews. When a pitcher walks a pitcher, that usually sends up some signals. And he throws it low into the dirt, two and two. That is most pitchers. Some pitchers are darn good hitters. Not many, but some are. All right, two balls, two strikes to Rennie Stennett. They're playing him way around the right. And he reaches for one, taps it up toward first. Torrey gets it, lobs it into second, just in time for the out. Wasn't a very good throw, and it was a fine stop by uh, Tyson for the force on Rooker. And Stennett, of course, is at first on the force play. Here's Parker now, the Cobra with a double. And a run scored and two at back. Left hand batter. in the third inning hit a ball up out in the left center hit it very deep Murphy throws to first and back is Rennie Pirates three the Cardinals nothing one out one on in the Bucko fifth the delivery Parker a swing on a sinker strike one no balls one strike one out and one on in the fifth. Now Murphy ready and a lob to Stead over to first base. <laughs> right field is in shadow. That's where Melendez is playing, Parker. He swings on a changeup. Doesn't get it. Strike two. 
No balls, two strikes. Cardinals go out of here and play Montreal, Philadelphia, and New York. Come home to play Philadelphia and the Cubs close out their season. They only have 16 games remaining after today. Parker grounds it weekly to second. They get one. They throw back to first. Not in time. They say that the Cardinals have 16 games remaining, eight at home and eight on the road. Yet they played two more games than we have, and that's all we have. They claim for us. We really have, in my opinion, 18 games remaining. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll have to figure it out. No balls and a strike to Oliver. Nothing in one to scoop. Takes a Murphy changeup inside. One ball, one strike. And they call Parker out on a throw by Simmons on a very close play. Trying to get in there. This young man's going to be a great base dealer once he learns a few more things, and don't worry about that. He uh, is out on a 2-6 play, and it's all over for the Bucks in the fifth, and we lead 3-0. On the National League scoreboard, we have a final score in, and a quick ball game it was. The Houston Astros over the Los Angeles Dodgers, 5-1. That means... Half at Boston, Tidrow versus Cotton. Gamble hit a 24 run for Cleveland, and Miller hit a 6 for Boston. Milwaukee and Detroit are tied at 1 after 3, Slayton versus Coleman. Cardinals in the fifth now. We'll go with Simmons, Torrey, and Melendez. Pittsburgh leading 3 nothing. Rooker on the hill. Simmons, a switch batter. Fouled out to first base in the second inning. Rooker, who's one and two on the year against the Cardinals, eight and five this season, has done a great job for our ball club coming out of that bullpen. Foul ball. And when he was needed the most, that's when Rooker counted the most. He stepped right in there, bowed his neck, and went right at him. Nothing and one. Rooker on the odd one pitch. A swing by Simmons on a ball that tailed away and sank a little, and it's like two. And there's a base hit, the first one. Got something out over the plate. On an 0-2 pitch, I don't think he wanted to get the ball out that far. I thought he wanted to come in on it. And that's their first hit of the ball game. 
Yeah, watching it on my replay, the ball's right out over the plate. Now, Torrey, the batter, bounced to third in the second inning. How about a double play ball right about here? Third ball inside, ball one. No strikes. Runner at first is Simmons. We're in the pit. Pittsburgh three. The... First, we got to win our end of it. 
Uh, this is a lot better position. It'll be nice to come home tomorrow night in first place. We've come home so many times in anything but first place. Get in there at that Greater Pitt Airport about 8 o'clock and step right in there. And then play the Metsies. And we'll leave Tuesday night after the game, go right into New York and play them three. Then into Montreal for four big ones with a Saturday game, a Sunday doubleheader, and a Monday night game in Montreal. Then back for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with the Phillies at night at 8.05. And then Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday, Fan Appreciation Day and an Autograph Day against the tough-hitting Montreal Expos. You had better be with us. Get your pirate yearbooks. If you don't have one, you can get them for buck seventy-five through the mail. And you come out there and get your autograph. It's a great yearbook. Bill Gilfoyle did an outstanding job of putting that one together. Some delay here. We're missing a first baseman, yeah. Now Torrey's coming out. And Murphy. Here's the way it went. Mike Nagy for one-third of an inning, three runs on two hits, walking a pair, striking none. Uh, Pena, two and two-thirds, no runs, one hit. But off him, the hit that drove in, two big runs charged to Nagy. Two strikeouts, no outs. So now Murphy... In two innings, has stopped his call, and he throws a strike to Al Oliver. Murphy's into the windup, the right-hander working, and he's outside with a fastball. Well, Montreal got four, and they now lead the Phillies four to one at the end of four. They must be going hog wild in Park Jerry, Montreal. One-one delivery, lashed foul down the third base side. Traveling Secretary John Fitzpatrick said that we've been informed, everybody in the league, that there's no rooms up there in the event Montreal gets in the World Series. Well, we'll settle that, keep them out of it. No one have to worry about it. Base hit to left by Al as he picked one off his eyeballs and looped it into left field. That's the fourth hit. Here he comes, Willie Stargell. He's about to unload one. Walked in the first inning and struck out in the third. Spread some chicken on the hill, Will even though you no longer have that in for him. Ball outside from Murphy. Tom Murphy. Pitch to Stargell. Foul back. Wilbur went for a change. Didn't get it. delivery. And Stargell bounces it sharp enough to Torrey. Makes a great play up to there for one. Throw to first. Not in time. The pitcher failed to cover. Tyson, the shortstop, had to delay his throw to first momentarily because Murphy wasn't there. That gave us a little opening. Now the batter, Hebner, who walks and flies to center. Diego Segui is warming along with Andrews. Great play by Torrey, preventing that ball from bouncing on through. He'd had runners on the corner, so that gets by him. So, Ricky Hebner standing in. Pittsburgh leading 3-0. Murphy checks his runner, delivers, and Hebner takes a trailing fastball away. Ball one. Diego Segui and John Andrews, again listening. John, the left-hander, Diego, the right-hander. Hebner hits a twister down the left line, slicing away from Reese, who's running hard, and he'll not get to it. In the seats, one ball, one strike. Now, Diego warms alone. 
Rutgers leading 3 nothing. Two. 
hits another foul off first. No balls, two strikes. With uh, two out in the sixth inning. There's a pop in the shallow left. Brock coming up. Tyson going back. And Brock is staying with it for the out. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. We go to the bottom of the sixth. Three to nothing, Pittsburgh. For the Cardinals, in the sixth inning, Tyson, and undoubtedly a pinch fighter for Murphy. And we'll be looking at Diego Segui, who will be coming in. And we're in the, when we get to the seventh inning. Mike Tyson stands in. Mike uh, is 0 for 1, having grounded out to short. Jim Rooker, a left-hander, of course, on the mound. And there's a base hit to left field by Tyson. And they're going to bring up... Harry Hughes, the right-hand batter, coming up to bat. One of the youngsters they just brought up, he's batting at 167 as a Cardinal. That's the third hit surrendered by Rooker. And Hughes, the right-hand batter, not holding on the runner Tyson. Ball inside, ball on. One ball, no strikes, and the pitch. That ball over the plate, but low, ball two. Cardinals uh, used one pinch hitter, Hector Cruz. They have three Cruz brothers here. I don't think any of them played just yet a team in the same outfield. The first time that ever happened, the Alou brothers did against the Pirates at Forbes Field under the leadership of Alvin Dark. All of it low, apparently. Ball three. But bullpen started to get up again, and this time it's Bob Johnson, and again Luke Walker. Ball four. Two thus far. 
Rogers up tight at third now. Let's see what he'll be doing. Rocket swinging the foul tip. Strike one. No ball, one strike. First and second in the Cardinal fixed inning. They're running at Rooker here. Bucks on top, 3 nothing. Now Jim checks his runners. And to the plate on Brock. And a ball here to left center to base hit. Oliver going over to get to it. And fires the ball up into third base. They get a run. And it's a 3-1 game. Now Jim checks the second and now Sizemore in a bunting position if that's what they wish to do and Mel Wright is coming out that's going to be all for Rooker so Rooker has gone five innings he can win the game he can get started off there's no way he can lose it he's given three hits he stuck out one and walked you know he stuck out two walked one that first walk in 25 innings. That's been great control for Jim. And the funny part about it is, the law got him earlier was that he'd be, he didn't have that kind of control. So he runs out of gas there, and Bob Johnson comes on now. So Hondo is on. Here in the Cardinal sixth with none on. Nobody out. Uh, Bob Johnson has won four and lost two and has three saves. So Jim Rooker leaves. A man that can win this game, but he can't lose it. But Johnson's going to have to hold the fort. Well, he's getting ready to loosen up. Let's look at the scoreboards in the American League. Cleveland running away from Boston. Nine five into five and a half. Miller homered there. Gamble and Ellis also. Detroit and Milwaukee. Milwaukee leading two to one into four and a half. A home run by Brinkman, Coleman, and Slayton. Tonight New York at Baltimore and Minnesota at Chicago. Texas later on in Oakland and Kansas City, California tonight. In the first of a doubleheader in the National League, the Mets lead Chicago three to nothing at the end of six. Jenkins with. Stone pitching, and McGraw has come on to pitch in the seventh inning now in relief of Stone. Tonight, Atlanta and Cincinnati, Negro, Phil Negro, and Ross Grimsley. Montreal leading Philadelphia 4-1 at the end of five. Ruthven, Diorio, and Barry Lurch, Perez for Montreal. Tonight, San Francisco, San Diego. Bradley against Rich Trotson. And the Dodgers are in or in Houston where they lost 5-1. to Houston 5-6-1. Los Angeles 1-6-0. The winning pitcher Griffin. The losing pitcher Downing. Griffin hit a homer. Cedeno hit a homer. And Wynn hit one. Buckner for the Dodgers in a losing card. more of the batter and we're playing up for that anticipated bunt. Turns around, throws a strike, ball low, and he takes it, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Robertson up very in, much inside at first, and Hebner ready to charge from third. 
The Rooks are pitch. And over the plate of low, ball two. Two and out. Pittsburgh three. The Cardinals won, but they're running at us here in the sixth with a run in and two men on and nobody out. Two balls and no strike. The bunt. And it's going to be a base hit. Nobody feels it. Ebner dropped back at third. Van Gidden couldn't get out there in time, and Johnson didn't feel the ball. So it's a base hit. So Matty Alou bats here for AG. And Johnson's in a peck of trouble. We should have runners at second and third with one out. They got three on and nobody out. Personal pitch from the stretch. Left hand batting Matty Alou. He swings and strikes, and the boy all bat flies all the way down the right field line. No balls, one strike. Matty, the Matty and Jesus Alou, or Philippe Alou, were traded by the Yankees, the Matty to the Cardinals, and Philippe to Montreal. Philippe went there right away. Alouz didn't show up for several days. Johnson on the 0-1 to Matty. And a curve inside. One ball, one strike. Ball one, strike one. Infield is back. Johnson on the 1-1 to Alouz. On the corner for a call strike two. Straight away in the outfield. Now Johnson with a base of order to nobody out on the one-two pitch. Lined it foul out of play to the left, and we'll pause ten seconds for station identification on the Pirate Baseball Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. to Matty Alou. Base was loaded and Johnson ready in a pitch. And there's a bouncer back to Johnson. He goes to Van Gien back to first. Double play. Great big double play. Hondo executed beautifully. A one, two, three double play. Oh man, was that ever large. So Brock now has gone to third and Sizemore to second. Far from over, as Ted Simmons bats left-handed standing in, but that was a very big double play. Now, let's see, uh, Simmons is up there. He's fouled out to first, and he's singled in the fifth for the first hit of the ball game off Rooker. 
Did not go that around in the seventh inning. It's now New York three, Chicago one, into the bottom of the seventh for the first of a doubleheader. Simmons, the left-hand batter. The pitch from Johnson. And over the plate, but low, ball one. One and oh, they count. Come on, Hondo. One ball and no strikes. Runners at second and third. Two out in the sixth. Pittsburgh leading three to one. Simmons takes it outside the ball. Two and oh. Johnson again has his sign. Sandian sets to the outside of the plate. And it's outside there. Ball three. Pitching carefully now. With a base open. And right-hand batter Choi on deck. Hebner calls time. Comes over to say something. We're listening Dave Justy now. Along with Luke Walker. Chatting this situation over out there. Hebner and uh, Bob Johnson. Now Sanguin gets in. They're discussing this on their own. There's been no sign of anything from the bench yet, or this conversation wouldn't be taking place. Now, three balls and no strikes. Ohio State beat Minnesota 56-7. to Woo-wee. Woody Hayes got himself a juggernaut. All right, 3-0 to Simmons. Pitch from Hondo. Foul back. He went on that 3-0 fastball. Fouled it back. Woo. Three balls, one strike. Pop him up, Hondo. Brock at third. Five more seconds. Pittsburgh leading three to one. And strike call. Now we're out to a count of three and two. And Simmons didn't like the glass call. Ball three. Strike two. Two on, two out. Three to one. Pittsburgh in the bottom of the sixth. Johnson pitching from a stretch. Now has his time that he wants, and here comes the 3 2 pitch. Curveball hit out of the right center, and Oliver's running hard. He's back there and got it. Oliver got it on a great play. It scared me to death. I thought for a minute it had the gap. But Oliver broke quickly and went into the shadow out there at about the 370 mark to haul it in. One run. Three hits, no errors, and two left at the end of six. We're still leading them three to one. A 56, Minnesota 7. Those are the final scores. One final in Major League Baseball. In the National League, the Houston Astros beat the Los Angeles Dodgers by the score of five to one. With Griffin, the winning pitcher, his record two and six. Downing, the loser, his record nine and nine. Downing and Shannon for Los Angeles. Griffin went the distance for the Astros. Griffin also hit a home run, his first of the season. Sedanio hit his 22nd. Wynn hit his 20th. And Buckner hit his 8th for the Dodgers. Runners at first and second in the Cardinal sixth inning. They're running at Rooker here. Bucks on top, 3 nothing. Now Jim checks his runners. And to the plate on Brock. And a ball here to the left side. It's a base hit. going over to get to it the ball up into third base. They get a run, and it's a 3-1 game. 
gets to second. And now Sizemore in a bunning position, if that's what they wish to do. And Mel Wright is coming out. That's going to be all for Rooker. So Rooker has gone five innings. He can win the game. He can get started off. There's no way he can lose it. He's given three hits. He stuck out one. And walked. You know, he stuck out two, walked one. That first walk in 25 innings. That's been great control for Jim. And the funny part about it is, the law got him earlier was that he'd be, he didn't have that kind of control. So he runs out of gas here, and Bob Johnson comes on now. So Hondo is on. Here in the Cardinal sixth with none on. Nobody out. And uh, Bob Johnson has won four and lost two. And has three saves. So Jim Rooker leaves. That man that can win this game, but he can't lose it. But Johnson's going to have to hold the fort. He's getting ready to loosen up. Let's look at the scoreboards in the American League. Cleveland running away from Boston. Nine, five, into five and a half. Miller homered there. Gamble and Ellis also. Detroit and Milwaukee. Milwaukee leading two to one into four and a half. A home run by Brinkman, Coleman, and Slayton. Tonight, New York at Baltimore. And Minnesota at Chicago. Texas later on in Oakland. And Kansas City, California tonight. In the first of a doubleheader in the National League, the Mets lead Chicago, three to nothing at the end of six. Jenkins with Stone pitching, and McGraw has come on to pitch in the seventh inning now in relief of Stone. Tonight, Atlanta and Cincinnati, Negro, Phil Negro, and Ross Grimsley. Montreal leading Philadelphia 4-1 at the end of five. Ruthven, Diorio, and Barry Lurch, Torres for Montreal. Tonight, San Francisco, San Diego. Bradley against Rich Trotson. And the Dodgers are in are in Houston where they lost 5-1. Houston 5-6-1. Los Angeles 1-6-0. The winning pitcher Griffin. The losing pitcher Downing. Griffin hit a homer. Cedeno hit a homer. And Wynn hit one. Buckner for the Dodgers in a losing car. more of the batter, and we're playing up for an anticipated punt. Turns around, throws a strike, ball low, and he takes it, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Robertson up very in, much inside at first, and Hebner ready to charge from third. Look the pitch. And over the plate but low, ball two. Two and out. Pittsburgh three. The Cardinals won, but they're running at us here in the sixth with a run in and two men on and nobody out. Two balls and no strikes. The bunt. And it's going to be a base hit. Nobody stealing it. third. Van Gien couldn't get out there in time, and Johnson didn't feel the ball. So it's a base hit. 
Nadia Lou is going to bat here in place of H.E. Maddie Alou bats here for A.G. And Johnson's in a peck of trouble. We should have runners at second and third with one out. They got three on and nobody out. Johnson will pitch from the stretch. Left-hand batting Maddie Alou. He swings and strikes. And the ball bat flies all the way down the right field line. No balls, one strike. Philippe Alou were traded by the Yankees to Maddie to the Cardinals and Philippe to Montreal. Philippe went there right away. Alou didn't show up for several days. Johnson on the 0 1 to Maddie. And a curve inside. One ball, one strike. Ball one, strike one. Infield is back. Johnson on the 1-1 to Alou, on the corner for a call strike two. One ball and two strikes. Straight away in the outfield. Now Johnson with the bases loaded and nobody out on the 1-2 pitch. Lined it foul out of play to the left, and we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Pirate Baseball Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. A ball and two strikes to Matty Alou. Base is loaded and Johnson ready in a pitch. And there's a bouncer back to Johnson. He goes to Sangin, back to first. Double play. Great big double play. Hondo executed beautifully. A one, two, three double play. Oh, man, was that ever large. So Brock now has gone to third and Sizemore to second. The inning's far from over as Ted Simmons, that's left-handed, standing in. But that was a very big double play. Let's see, uh, Simmons is up there. He fouled out to first and he singled in the fifth for the first hit of the ball game off Rooker. Chicago got a run in the seventh inning. It's now New York three, Chicago one. Into the bottom of the seventh of the first of a doubleheader. Simmons, the left-hand batter. The pitch from Johnson. And over the plate and low, ball one. One and oh, the count. Come on, Hondo. One ball and no strikes. Runners at second and third. Two out in the sixth. Pittsburgh leading three to one. Simmons takes it outside the ball. Two and oh. Johnson again has his sign. Sangian sets to the outside of the plate. And it's outside there, ball three. Pitching carefully now. 
with a base open and right-hand batter Torrey on deck. Kevner calls time, comes over to say something. We're loosening Dave Justy now, along with Luke Walker. Chatting the situation over out there. Kevner and uh, Bob Johnson, now Sangian gets in. They're discussing this on their own. There's been no sign of anything from the bench yet, or this conversation wouldn't be taking place. Three balls and no strikes. Ohio State beat Minnesota 56-7. to Woo-wee. Woody Hayes got himself a juggernaut. All right, 3-0 to Simmons. Pitch from Hondo. Foul back. He went on that 3-0 fastball. Fouled it back. Woo. Three, three balls, one strike. Pop him up, Hondo. Rocket third, Sizemore at second, Pittsburgh leading three to one. And strike call, now we're out to a count of three and two, and Simmons didn't like the glass call. Ball three, strike two, two on, two out, three to one, Pittsburgh in the bottom of the sixth. Johnson pitching from a stretch. Has his time that he wants, and here comes the 3-2 pitch. Curveball hit out of the right center, and Oliver's running hard. He's back there and got it. Oliver got it on a great play. It scared me to death. I thought for a minute it had the gap. But Oliver broke quickly and went into the shadow out there at about the 370 mark to haul it in. One run, three hits, no errors, and two left at the end of six. We're still leading them three to one. Some more college football scores are in, including a couple of finals. Massachusetts beat Villanova 21-20, and Ohio State clobbered Minnesota 56-7. These are third-period scores. Georgia 7, Pittsburgh 7, Maryland 6, West Virginia 6. Northwestern leaves Michigan State at the end of the first half, 7-3. Also at the half, it's Auburn 7, Oregon State nothing. Wisconsin leaves Purdue at the half, 7-0. Springfield and Cortland State are tied at uh, 14 at the end of the first half. It's Oklahoma State 28, Texas Arlington nothing. That is a halftime score. And at the end of the first period, of course, we already gave you the halftime score. Oklahoma State was leading Texas Arlington 14 and nothing at the end of the first period. So those are the latest scores we have in college football. This is the first big weekend of college football for 1973. And the two finals we've already given you, Massachusetts 21 to 20 for Villanova, and Ohio State 56, Minnesota 7. Those are the final scores. One final in Major League Baseball. In the National League, the Houston Astros beat the Los Angeles Dodgers by the score of 5-1. to one. With Griffin, the winning pitcher, his record 2-6. and six. Downing, the loser, his record 9-9. Nine and nine. Downing and Shannon for Los Angeles. Griffin went the distance for the Astros. Griffin also hit a home run, his first of the season. Cedeno hit his 22nd. Wynn hit his 20th. And Buckner hit his 8th for the Dodgers. Cardinals have uh, made a change into center field. They put uh, Bake McBride taking Tommy Agee out. The new pitcher will be Diego Segui. My Red Shadies has gotten a great job out of his bullpen, Pena and Murphy. Pitching very well. Three innings of pitching by Murphy. No runs at all. Only one hit. He walked one. And he struck out one. Pena in two and a third. Allowed only one hit. And they have shut the door on the Bucks since the first inning. But a great play by Bob Johnson. And the ball hit by Mateo Lou. 
to turn that one into a double play. And the ball hit by Ted Simmons on the 3-2 pitch. It sounded so good, you had to believe it was going out here. But the ball just doesn't carry well in this park. A tough home run ballpark. And Al Oliver got the ball quite a ways from the wall in right center field. And we could do some run scoring here. They have shut the door. And we're facing a very tough pitcher in Diego Segui. He's their top relief pitcher. And the ability of uh, their bullpen to keep it close has made it uh, possible for Shane Deans to use them in this situation. Segui is 6-6 six six with 17 saves. Robertson takes a pitch up high. Ball one. Bobby 0 for 2. Pirates lead 3-1. He swings and misses. Strike 1. Cardinals in with 5 hits. They have 1 run. The Pirates in with 4 hits. We've scored 3. Fourth ball down low. 2-1. Sixth inning for the Pirates. We gave them 4 outs, but somehow get out of it with only 1 run scoring. The bunt by Sizemore misplaced. Fastball rides up high on Robertson. They count uh, two balls and a strike. They'll make it uh, three balls and a strike. Robertson hit a home run. Second game of the season to beat the Cardinals in the 10th inning in Pittsburgh. That came off Wayne Granger. He looks at a pitch up high and Segee. Issues a walk. That's the fourth given up by Cardinal Pitching. The lead-out batter on, and Dal Maxwell will be the hitter. Maxie struck out in two plate appearances. Pena nailing him in the first. And Tom Murphy in the fourth inning. Montreal leading the Phillies 4-1 to there in the seventh inning at Jerry Park. Cubs have scored. New York leads there 3-1. to They're batting in the bottom of the seventh inning the first of two. McGraw and Walker now dueling. Spun off the first base side and Segui uh, throws on to Sizemore for the out at first base. Robertson goes on into second base. Dave Jesby will be coming on to pitch. Bob Johnson will leave and we're going to get a pinch hitter here to go against Diego Segui. I believe it'll be Gene Klein. Bob Johnson leaves. He does a good uh, short relief effort. Goes one full inning, allowed no runs, one hit. The infield bunt by, infield single rather, on a bunt by Teddy Sizemore. He didn't strike anybody out and didn't walk anybody. Clines will pinch hit for Bob Johnson. He's betting at 259. He's hit one home run. He's driven in 18. But a big run at second base. Bobby Robinson with only one out. At 790 and 1420, this is American Forces Radio. declines is fraud and there's strike one. A look 
Look at second. The yellow line pitch runs to Gay. Foul behind home plate. Nothing in two. Two delivery. Fouled again. Back out of play. The fastball that time. Dave Jesse loosening. will be the pitcher coming on to face the Cardinals in the bottom of the seventh inning. That's when Raymond Hernandez came on last night and did such a great job. Seguiz, 0-2 pitch. Fork ball down low. Ball one. The pitch rather, the one-two count, and it's fouled back out of play. Time's continuing to spoil two-strike pitches. The 17 saves by Seguin. Cardinal record. It's been their weakness the last couple of years. But no longer a weakness with this guy. Fastball down low. Two balls and two strikes. Mike Marshall has come on in the seventh inning in that ball game at uh, Jerry Park with the Expos leading 4-1 against the Philadelphia Phillies. Torres started Marshall on to try and save it with a 4-1 lead. Top of the seventh inning. Ball three as the Gee turned to fastball. Loose to the tie on that side. Full count of three and two. Roberts in at second base. One down, seventh inning, and the Pirates leading three to one. He scored three runs in the first inning, knocking out Mike Nagy after he had retired only one batter. Check uh, swing and a bouncer off the right side, base hit. They're going to wave Robertson in. No, they'll hold him. Hines uh, routed very sharply at first base. They didn't cut the ball off. And uh, nobody coming in from third is very wisely. Robertson held him at third. held Robertson at third base. It uh, looked like he wasn't going to swing at that ball at all, and then suddenly just stuck his bat out and punched it off the right side. Cardinals loose on the left-hander, John Andrews. Well, the base hit puts runners at first and third. The Cardinals are back for a double play. Big run at third if Stack can get him in here. He's a single in three at that. That came in the first inning. And, of course, scored one of the three runs. The fifth pilot hit. We got three in the first inning, one in the sixth, and now one here in the seventh of Diego Seguin. Flies at first with good speed. The look there. The pitch. Now ball in the hole. Base hit. We've got a run. Robertson scores. And Senate holds at first as Pines uh, stops at second base. Big RBI for running. Four to one, the Pirates lead. That's the 54th RBI by Stennett. of seeing eye base hits here in this inning. But the walk made it all happen here. The walk to Robertson and sacrifice. Hines punched him between first and second and sent it. Found the hole between third and short. Abe Parker, the batter. Takes the fish. It's in the dirt. Bounces off the screen. Both runners will advance. And the double play has gone by the boards. The fourth ball. 
high to Gee, bounced right off the front edge of the plate, all the way to the backstop and almost bounced over top of the backstop. That's a wild pitch. Here the double play is not alive now. Fine's going to third base and into second, Rennie Stennett. The count on Parker, one ball and no strikes. Infield now has to come up to Parker. Big left-handed batter. Pitch by Segee. High fly to right field. Will is back. Going, going. Gone. Home run. Dave Parker hit that one a ton. This is a hard ball park to hit him in, but he jumped right on it. Oh, that big guy has been murdering St. Louis pitching. Coming into today's game, he had 10 hits and 17 times at bat. He's got two for four. So he now is 12 for 21 against the Cardinals this year. And the lead is 7 to 1. Another odd thing about uh, baseball, a couple of nondescript type relief pitchers, Orlando Pena and Tom Murphy, shut the door and your ace comes in and he gets touched up very quickly. A good lead for the Bucks, 7 to 1. And Parker's home run, his fourth, three RBIs, gives him 12. Matt Oliver's about it. He takes the pitch down low, ball one. Dave Parker. Had a lot of advanced billing, and he is living up to it. Oliver loops one into left field. Coming on is uh, Brock. He'll get it. That's the second out of the inning. Three RBIs on the home run. Fine scoring. Stennett and Parker. Two down, Segee now will pitch to Stardom. He's gone over two this afternoon. He walked in the first and came on to score. On the base hit by Manny Sankey. Ground ball in the hole. It checked up. And Reese playing a third over there. Throws. He got him. Stardom argues a bit on that play. And uh, he had something to argue about, I believe. He doesn't say too much, but he thought he had to play beat retires aside, the Pirates going four big runs on a big blow, the three-run homer by Dave Parker. Three hits, no errors, and nobody left. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning, and the Pirates lead seven to one. Alan, sir, roared by pole sitter Greg Weld on the... Well, a new pitcher for the Pirates will be Dave Jesse. He replaces Bob Johnson. He did a great bit of pitching to keep the Cardinals in check in the sixth inning for his roommate, Jim Rooker. Rooker is a pitcher of record. He can win the ball game. Pirates leading seven to one. Replay of the ball hit by Stigel for the final out in the seventh inning. See how close it was at first base. Stigel thought he had his beat. Do a bit of umpiring here. I tell you, Willie might have had a pretty good argument. Jesse's record is nine and two. He's had 18 saves, but he has uh, had some problems on his trip. Has not been able to throw strikes. He's up high, ball one. the game in Chicago, but it was a struggling one. Pitches away, ball two. The kind of pitching Dave has been doing, and it has not been typical. He has been behind continually. They're going to get activity in our bullpen. He's in with a strike. Torrey taking all the way. Torrey Melendez and uh, Kenny Reese. Two hit here in the Cardinal seven. 
crowd today, 28,219 pace. Five ball foul down the right field line, and Torrey winching in pain again as each one. This game is difficult to play when you're healthy. When you've got a problem like he apparently does, it becomes much more difficult. Football score, West Virginia opens the season with a 20-13 win over Maryland. Bobby Bowden's ball club. 2-2 pitch, anyway. Fly ball, center field coming on is uh, Oliver. He can't get it. He broke back on it, and it falls into a base hit. Oliver misplayed the ball, and uh, wisely thought he couldn't make the play, so he just held it to a single, rather than try for a shooting. Luis Melendez uh, struck out and bounced into a 6-4-3 double play. Both appearances against the left-hander Jim Rucker. 7-1, the Pirates lead. We're listening uh, John Marlin and Chris Zachary in our bullpen. Strike one by Justino Melendez. Mick Keller, or Mike Keller, the youngster warming up in the Cardinal bullpen, is an infielder. Ball looped into right field, another base hit. Cardinals are running at Jesse. Let the pitch up, and Melendez just looped it into right field. Here's a face, Kenny Reese. Maxwell in to say something to Jesse. Reese has gone 0 for 2. Two hits in this inning. Seven now for the Cardinals. He didn't have a hit over the front four. They've been battling back and running at the Bucks in the fifth, sixth, and now the seventh inning. Ball one, breaking ball outside. Ground ball in the left field, base hit. Third hit of the inning. They'll hold Torrey at third, and we're in trouble. So we've got a good lead here, 7-1. Jesse just unable to retire anybody. He's been having his problems on this entire trip. Has not had a good uh, pitching performance at all. Now to bring up Tim McCarver, who'll pinch it for Mike Tyson. The ball hit by Torrey actually misplayed by Oliver. He started back and then lost any chance to get it. Melendez's ball is looped in front of uh, Dave Parker in right field, and that ball by Reese was uh, in the hole between Hebner and Maxwell. Tim McCarver will pinch it. He's hitting at 258. Three home runs. He's doing in 40. Over five for 32 as a pinch hitter. What Justy needs is a double play ball. We've had two of them now in the last two innings. Luke Walker now joining John Lamb in the fire goal pit. The windup by Justy and a pitch to McCarver. Down ball first base. Robertson's got it. The out at second. Throw to first. Double play. No, he dropped the ball. One run, get another score. Jesse dropped the ball at first base and he allows a run to score. 
a double play, but uh, somehow couldn't hold on to the ball. And the Cardinals get two runs. Robertson made a good play on the ball, getting the throw onto the backfield. Jesse covering it first, usually sure-handed, dropped the ball. And missed the big out and also gave up a run. to Dave Jesse. RBI on the play, scoring Torrey. Melendez scores on the air by Jesse. And there's one out. 7-3 is the score, and the batter now is Bates McBride. He's batting in the pitcher's spot, playing in center field. Pitch is taken at the knee, strike one. swings on a pod ball. He didn't get a stack two. Lou Brock is the on-deck batter. Pirates leading by four runs. And those four runs came in the seventh inning. On a three-run homer by Dave Parker and a big kick by Stennis. Palm ball in the dirt. One ball and two strikes. Pride, a left-handed batter, started in center field last night. As he placed down the A.D. here this afternoon. Ground ball right side, and Robertson's got it. He'll take it on a fifth, and he better hurry. Hey, that guy can fly. He just beat him to the bag. Two down, but moving into second base on the play is McCarver. It should have been the third out of the inning. The batter will be Lou Brock. He's had a single in three attacks. Drove in the Cardinals' first run in the sixth inning. Well, he's got a run in the seventh inning, but the Expos lead four to two. New York leading Chicago five to one. It's the first two at Shea. Very big game for the Pirates. Fly ball off the right side. Not deep at all. Parker coming on. We'll get it. And that'll retire the side. Brock took the home run swing, but Jesse moved the ball in on the fifth on him. After a very slow start, Cardinals scored two runs, one of them unearned on the error by Jesse. Three hits, one error, one left. Now we've completed seven. The Pirates lead seven to three. Well, we have some final scores in college football. Boston University 16, Maine 13. Vermont 14, American, Universe, uh, American International make that seven. Vermont 14, American International... Nick Keller, the shortstop, replacing uh, Mike Tyson. The new pitcher is left-hander John Andrews. He's the fifth pitcher of the afternoon for St. Louis. Andrews' record, one and one. He beat the Pirates. The only game he won that was uh, in Pittsburgh and had four-two ball game. Those runs of Jesse are ruled as earned runs. But Dave uh, missed the sheer double play ball he had in his glove and just uh, saw it trickle out. Mm-hmm. Allowed another run to score. Kepner, Sagan, and Bobby Robertson to go against John Andrews.
It's one foul down the left field line. It's uh, drifting, drifting near the stands and out of play. Well, the attendance, uh, you may have heard in the background, was not for this ballpark, but for Jerry Park, a record attendance of 34,000. That town has become alive, huh? Only holds 29,000. That's a hockey town, but baseball is dominating it right now. Hebner swings and misses strike two. Nagy, Pena, Murphy, Segui, and Andrews in that order. The bullpen, with the exception of Segui, has done the job. And he got four big runs off him. Hebner fouls back out of play. Now the final score. The Pitt Panthers under Johnny Majors open with a 7-7 tie against Georgia. Could it be a good omen? Congratulations to him and uh, congratulations to West Virginia. They've already won. Hebner, high fly to center field. That's it. McBride's got it. One down. The batter will be Manny Sagius. He's single in the first inning. A big hit at that time off Orlando Pena to drive in two runs. That's the only hit that Pena gave up in two and a third. Time call. The ball got away in the Cardinal bullpen. They're loosening Lou Krauss. Uh, Eddie Fisher. Here's a pitch to Sagan from Andrews. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Change up. Foul. Back out of play by Manning. The count is on two. Pirates lead seven to three. We're in the top of the eighth inning, one down. But the Cardinals have been running at the Bucks in the last three innings. Fastball outside by the left-hander. One ball, two strikes. This guy was an on-roster player in spring training. Made the ball club, but didn't pitch well. Once the season got underway, they sent him down to the minors. Thank you. Fouls again out of play. Count holes with a ball and two strikes. Andrews pitched at uh, Tulsa and also Arkansas on the year with 11-2. and 9-2 and two at Arkansas, 2-0 oh at Tulsa. A 1-2 pitch to Manny outside. Two balls, two strikes. The fastball sailed away. Jim Rooker stands to win the ball game if the Pirates uh, maintain his edge and win it. The losing pitcher would be Mike Nagy. 2-2 pitch, Sagan. Takes a very bad pitch down around the shoot top. Strikes up. Slider. That's the fourth strikeout by Cardinal Pitching. The first by Andrews. Two down, nobody on. And the batter is Bobby Robertson. He's 0 for 2. Pirates leading 7-3. The wind-up by Andrews. The pitch to Robertson is taken. Strike one. down low. Houston beat Los Angeles 5-1. to 
Atlanta playing Cincinnati tonight. Fly ball to left center field. McBride coming on. He's got it. All right, get out of order in the eighth inning. We go to the bottom of the eighth, and the Pats lead 7-3. Things $100,000 prize. Another college football final, Lafayette 21, Kings Point 3. Dave Justich protecting a 7-3 lead here in the eighth inning. We'll go against Ted Sizemore. Bernie Carbo will pinch hit for the pitcher, John Andrews, and then Ted Simpson. Dave in the seventh inning allowed three hits, and uh, here on his part, the Cardinals scored two runs. On the West Coast, Stanford and Penn State, no score. And that ball game after one quarter. Sizemore has had one hit in three at-bats. That was a punt on a misplay of the ball on the sixth inning. Bob Johnson and Manny Singh sank in, got a little bit crossed up on the play. Then loaded the bases, and Johnson got out of it with a double play ball off the bat of a little, and a fly ball deep to right by Simmons. And a line drive by Sizemore opens up the eighth inning. And they're jumping off. Ball gets away from Oliver all the way to the wall. And Sizemore's got two. He's going to tie for three, and he'll make that. That'll be a two-base error. A single. And an error, I believe, charge to Al Oliver. He was going to stop at second base when Sizemore will put the ball up, and they might... Give two errors on the play. I don't know. That rule is a triple. It was one of the few things I didn't think they would call it. The ball went through Oliver, but it's ruled a triple. It'll just be again. Struggling here. Dave's fastball is not moving at all. Oliver just misplayed the ball out there. It really could have been ruled an error, but a single an error, but it's ruled a triple. listening Luke Walker and Johnny Lamb. Carbo, pinch hitting for John Andrews. We're back to give up a run, 7-3. A, a runner third, nobody out. Carbo takes the curve, ball, strike one. Bernie hitting at 275, has six home runs, he's given in 35. Eddie Fisher throws in the Cardinal bullpen. He evidently will be the oncoming pitcher. It's down low. One ball on strike. Now Diego Segui did not have it today. Here's top relief pitcher, and uh, Jesse has been struggling. Cardinals have hit him for four hits so far. And he came on in the seventh. He's down low. Ball two. Two balls and a strike. 7-3. Pirates lead. Sizemore third. up in the two on pitch by Dave. Fastball is a low, low and away, ball three. Nifty's performance in Chicago is similar to this. Nifty completely struggled throughout the afternoon, finally got out of the dub. In with a pitch and a foul, back out of play, full count of three and two. The end deck batter is Ted Simmons. For the eighth inning, the Expos lead four to two. The Phillies batting. 
New York leading Chicago 5-1, bottom of the eighth inning in game number one of the doubleheader there. Here's a payoff pitch to Carbo. He lost him, ball four. First loss by Justin in the second of the ballgame by Pirate Pitching. Brings up Ted Simmons. Now we're in trouble again. Since the fifth inning, the Cardinals have had the first two runs on in every inning without anybody getting out. Got a double play in the fifth and the sixth. Gave up two runs in the seventh inning, and Jesse in trouble here. Simmons the batter. We had the first Cardinal hit in the fifth inning after Rooker, the starter, had retired 12 in a row. He's batting left-handed against Jesse. The pitch. He's in there. No, he's outside. Ball one. Jesse can't throw the ball over the plate. An unusual occurrence. Simmons is taking all the way. He was on that pitch anyway. We have Lamb and Walker throwing an hour bullpen. Swing on this on a palm ball. Strike one. Need nervously walking around the mound. Tidying it up a bit. He's in there with a strike at the knees on Simmons. One ball and two strikes. pitch right down the middle. But Dave right now struggling with control. He's just trying to throw the ball over the plate. But he's on top of Simmons with a count of one and two. We're back for the double play with runners at first and third. The pitch. Paul ball bounced off the right side. And Robertson will take the play on a 50. They score a run. And moving on to the second base is Bernie Carbo. 7-4 is the score. A runner into scoring position. Torrey, the batter. He's the first batter that uh, Jesse faced in the seventh inning, and he lined the single in the center field. Second by Jesse, checking Carbo, the pitch to Torrey. Outside, ball one. Melendez, the on-deck batter. A long, struggling ball game for both clubs here, but a very big one for the club that can nail it down. The 1-0 pitch, he's in there with a strike. One ball and one strike. starting to be a problem in left field now. Torrey takes the pitch outside. Two balls in the strike. Shadows creeping along the right field line as uh, Dave Parker, the right fielder, completely in the shadows. Here's a pitch to Torrey. Fly ball right side. It's out of play into the crowd. even to count on Torrey at 2-2. Two two. Carbo's at second base with one down, 7-4. The Pirates leading in a ball game that uh, is taking quite a long time to get through. Almost two and a half hours already. Phillies have tied up the ball game in Montreal with two runs in the eighth inning. Mike Marshall having his problem. 4-4. They're in the bottom of the eighth at Montreal. 
The 2-2 pitch to Torrey. High fly off the right side. Bennett will make the play. Missing back in the outfield carpet. He's got it. Two down. And Luis Melendez will be the batter. The big blow in this ball game was the home run by Dave Parker. Got Diego Segui in the seventh inning with two on. Jesse to go against Melendez with uh, Carbo still at second. Two down now. Seven to four is the score. Pirates leading. Fastball just outside. Ball one. Eddie Fisher has uh, finished his throwing. He's come into the Cardinals dugout. He'll be the sixth pitcher of the afternoon for them. The pitch to Melendez on the corner. Strike one. pitch. Low on outside. Two balls and a strike. Dave working behind on just about every hitter. This is Jesse's 58th appearance. Tying him now with uh, Ramon Hernandez. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss on a fastball. Let's say away. Two balls, two strikes. score in the National League. New York beat the Cubs 5-1. Stone beating Fergie Jenkins. Here's the pitch to Melendez. Pops him up behind home plate. Back in giving chase, but I believe it's out of play. It is. The cat holds it 2-2 on Melendez. University of Pittsburgh tied Georgia 7-7. West Virginia won over uh, I think who they did play that is so long ago I can't remember but West Virginia won beat Maryland 20 to 14 we lead here 7 to 4 but the Cardinals keep coming back at us swing and a miss as uh, Jesse strikes out Melinda so Jesse settling down a bit giving up the opening triple allows one run on one hit no errors and one left and we've completed eight in the patch lead, seven to four. Let's check final scores in college football. First in the East, Lehigh 22, Connecticut 20, Lafayette 21, Kings Point 3, Holy Cross over Northeastern 38 to 14, Massachusetts 21, Villanova 20, and Bowling Green defeated Syracuse 41 to 7. At the end of the first half, CW Post 7, Delaware State nothing. Springfield 14, Cortland State 14. Juniata defeated uh, Gettysburg 28-3. In the south, West Virginia 20, Maryland 13. West Virginia winning that ball game in the final eight seconds of play on a 75-yard punt return for a touchdown. Pittsburgh and Georgia tied at 7-7. It was North Carolina 34, William & Mary 27, Navy 37, VMI 8. Cincinnati 40, Xavier 7, Ohio State 56, Minnesota 7, Central Michigan beat Ball State 14 to 7. So those are final scores we have at the moment in college football. Okay, let's get back to baseball, and here again is Nellie King. 
Well, the Cardinals making another pitching change. They're sixth of the afternoon. Eddie Fisher, former uh, White Sox pitcher, comes on. His record one and one. The Pirates beat him in that extra inning ball game in Pittsburgh. Labor Day morning on an inside the park home run by Richie Hebner. His record with the White Sox, six and seven. Current run average way up there, 4.92. And Carbo stays in the ball game. He pinch it. He'll bat on the number three spot. He'll go to right field, replacing Melendez, and the pitcher Fisher will be batting in Melendez's spot, the final out on the eighth inning. That's number six in the lineup. Maxwell will lead it off against uh, the knuckleballing right-hander, Eddie Fisher. Dave Justy, the on-deck batter, and then Rennie Stutton. Maxie lines one down the right field line. Foul. Fisher had been around for quite a while. He started his uh, minor league career in 1958. Maxwell hits the shortstop. Mick Keller up with the ball. He's got him at first. One down. Yeah, the pitcher Dave Jesse will step in. He had a base hit up in Chicago. And four for ten this year. Batting at 400. Driven in a run. Pirates lead 7-4. And if we can capture this one, the Cardinals would form three games back. This is a big one. Yes, he takes a strike. Knuckleball. Justy hits one off the fist to the shortstop Keller. He's got it. Two down. Looping line drive. Two outs, nobody on. 7-4, the Pirates lead. Top of the ninth inning, and Rennie Stennett, who's had a couple of hits this afternoon. Had a big one in the seventh inning to drive in Bobby Robertson with our fourth run. And then the big blow came following that Dave Parker. Tremendous home run out Diego Segui deep into right center field. Knuckleball is up high, ball one. And Simmons tried to catch that one and hit him from the top of his head right down to his toes. Touched everything, I think. Trickled down the first baseline. The Cardinals in the ninth inning are at the bottom of their lineup. Seven, eight, and nine batters. But the pitcher, as you mentioned, is uh, not batting in the ninth slot. McBride, the center fielder, is there. Stennett hits sharply to center field. McBride coming on. will get it. Pirates again get out of order. And that big four on seven has really been the big one for the Pirates. Now we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Pirates lead seven to four. We give you the, some final scores in the college football. Let's check some partials for you. In the south, Auburn leads Oregon State 7-0 at the end of the first half. At the end of the half, Kentucky 17, Virginia Tech 6. And that's just about it as far as partial scores that we have in the south. In the Midwest, at the end of the first half, Kansas 7, Washington State 2, Kent State 10, Louisville 3. That's a third-period score. Miami of Ohio leads Dayton at the half, 19-0. At the half, Missouri 3, Mississippi nothing. After three periods, Michigan State 10, Northwestern 7. At the end of the half, Oklahoma State 28, Texas Arlington nothing. After three periods, Purdue 7, Wisconsin 7. And a final score, Central Michigan 14, Ball State 7. Some scores beginning to come in uh, from the West Coast. Penn State and Stanford, no score at the end of the first half. 
Elsewhere, on the schedule in the southwest and far west, Hawaii is at Washington. Arizona plays at Wyoming. Boise State at Idaho. That's just about it for the day games. Everybody else playing at night among the major colleges in the southwest and far west. Well, we're down to the ninth inning here against the Cardinals in a wild short of a ball game. Seven to four. The Pirates leading. Kenny Reese will lead it off against Dave Jesse. He's trying to save it for Jim Rucker. Jose Cruz will pinch it for Nick Keller. And Big McBride will need the third batter up. Reese has had a hit in trade bat that came off Jesse in the seventh inning. In the hole between third and short. Pitch by Dave. It's hit off the right side and Stennis coming up with the ball. He throws on for the out of third base. The first ball hitting, they get Kenny Reese. The next one you like to see in that ninth inning. Gets the first batter out. Jose Cruz will pinch it. One of three Cruz brothers on this ball club. He's hitting at 231. 10 homers, 57 RBI. Cruz has gone three for 13 as a pinch hitter. This is the 22nd player the Cardinals have used here this afternoon. They have used six pitchers. Hughes, McBride, McCarver, Ballou, Carbo, and now Cruz have pinch hit. Breaking ball inside, ball one. Blake McBride, another left-handed batter on deck. 7-4, Pirates lead, ninth inning. Cruz fouls out of play. One ball and one strike. If he tried to pick up the save, it would be his 19th. But it's been a struggling performance here for him since coming on in the seventh inning. The windup on the 1-1 delivery. He's in the dirt with a palm ball, two balls and a straight. Just can't seem to get out in front of uh, the hitter. Cardinals in with nine hits. The Pirates have seven. The 2-1 pitch. Ground ball, first base, and Robertson backpedaling has it. Throws on to Jesse for the out first base. Two down. And the last out staring Jesse in the face. Then left-handed hitting rookie Fake McBride. He got him to bounce out and assisted to Robertson in the seventh inning. 7-4, the Pirates leading and trying for their second consecutive win here. The finale tomorrow will have Steve Blass going against Alan Foster. McBride, left-handed batter, waiting on deck, Lou Brock. Here's a pitch by Justy. Inside, ball one on the breaking pitch, the slider. Crowd today, 30,275. Paid attendance at 28,290. McBride lines the center field. Oliver coming on. Coming, coming, coming. He's got it. No, he fell in front of it. The ball landed in front of him. Oliver gave up on that ball for some reason, and I don't know why. That's the second ball that Al has uh, had him his plate out there in center field. Whether he didn't see it right away or something, I don't know, but it looked like he was going to catch that ball, and it suddenly stopped coming. That's a base hit. Now it does bring up Lou Brock. The tying run is in the on-deck circle, in case you're wondering about those things. With two down, McBride 
keeps the Cardinals hopes alive. Jesse will go against Brock, who popped up high to right field. He tried to pump it out of here. Check swing, and it's foul off the first base side. Strike one. Brock has had one hit in four bats. That was a run-scoring single in the sixth inning. He drove in the Cardinals' first run. is on one the pitch to Brock and low one ball on one strike that was the 10th hit by the Cardinals four runs on 10 hits the Pirates seven runs on seven hits wide drive base hit and the drive stops the second and the Cardinals bring the tying run to the plate Tell you that base hit by McBride. You're going to have some second thoughts about that. Oliver, for some reason, uh, quit coming on the ball, and it fell in front of him for a base hit. Ted Sizemore the bat. He tripled in the eighth inning and scored. This is a similar situation that uh, Jesse had in Chicago. Got the first two batters out, and got into problems. Pirates have Hernandez and John Lamb throwing. Ramon's been a rather active pitcher. And Dave, get him out. Here's the pitch to Sizemore. Ball one. Carbo is the on-deck hitter. Ball two. Let's pause. Ten seconds for station identification on the Pirate Baseball Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. You're listening to the voice of information for the American forces at 790 and 1420. It's the end. On the count of 2-0, the pitch to Sizemore. He is too high. Ball three. That is a tying run at the plate. Bernie Cabo is the on-deck hitter. The left-handed batter. We're listening Hernandez and John Lamb. The 3-0 pitch. He's in there with a strike. Three balls and one strike. has a sign, the pitch, he lost him, ball four. The third walk given up in a ball game, two by Jesse, and I believe that's going to be all for Jesse, he'll leave the ball game. The ball hit by McBride has some second thoughts about it, Oliver stopped coming, and with that opening, Brock Lined into right field for a base hit. He walked Sizemore on a 3-1 pitch. And Cabo is the hitter. Now bear in mind that Hernandez won three innings in Chicago. Won three innings here last night. And they're going to come on and bring him on to try and get the final out here. And Jesse has another off performance. About the fourth consecutive one for Dave. He gave up the... Uh, Six of the Cardinals, 11 hits in the final two and two-thirds inning. They cannot finish it. He 
he goes two and two-thirds innings, six hits. He's given up uh, one run, three runs so far. But the tying run is at first base in Teddy Sizemore. Bernie Carbo will be the batter against Raymond Hernandez. Carbo had been on deck, but he has gone back down now, and whether he'll make a change, well, we'll have to wait and see. The Cardinals uh, keep coming at you here. They have really run at the Bucks since the sixth inning. Hernandez, with a record of four and four, has nine saves. Got a couple of saves in the last two ball games. One in Chicago and last night here. he wants to do is make sure that this guy is kept in the ballpark. Carbo, six home runs, 35 RBI. But the bases are loaded. The tying run at first base, and the go-ahead run at the plate in Bernie Carbo. Two down. A fly ball subway in the park. the feeling that every game is going to wind up like this until the 30th of uh, September. Seems like there are no easy ones. Hernandez has set the pitch, and it is from on the strike one. Curveball. He was going to the down. Alan Robosky throws in the Cardinal bullpen. And now the Carbo is not a bad opposite field hitter. You try to pull Hernandez, you get in trouble. Checking up on the bat. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Back to another breaking ball. And it is out in front. 0-2. We'll try to make his pitch now. With McBride at third. Rock at second. The tying on at first in Sizemore. And is staring in. Gets the sign. Shakes his head. And he comes in. Curve down low. One ball and two sticks. John Lamb throwing in the fight bullpen. It's kind of a pulse powder here at uh, Bush Stadium. Looks like an easy game with a 7-1 lead, but it's now 7-4. And the base is loaded with two down. The pitch to Carbo. He's just outside. Two balls, two sticks. Now they're missing with a fastball. Tied 4-4 in Montreal in the top of the ninth inning. The Mets have already beaten Chicago 5-1. That's the first of two at Shea. The count is 2-2 two and, two and the pitch. Ball three. The tying run now is at first base. Keep that in mind. Ted Simmons is the on-deck batter. That means that if uh, he gets on, he'll get the tying on his second. And the base hits it tied right up. <laughs> the game of baseball. He drives the three. The 3-2 pitch. He bounces back up the middle. And Axel's got it. Throws the first. They got the out. 
almost got through. But Maxwell made the good play, going to his left to get it. And Hernandez again does a whale of a job in relief. That's his tenth save. The Pirates won it seven to four. So the Pittsburgh Pirates coming through with this victory over uh, St. Louis, and it's a very important one because uh, St. Louis, of course, still trying to hang in there in that National League's Eastern Division, but so far so good on this uh, particular Saturday for the Pittsburgh Pirates who maintain that lead at the moment over Montreal, but more important, put some more ground between themselves and the Cardinals. St. Louis now three games out of first place. So that's the way things look at the moment in the National League. Taking a look at the situation involving Montreal, the Expos are playing the Philadelphia Phillies, and that ball game is tied at four with Montreal batting in the bottom half of the ninth inning, and there would be nothing better for the Pirates than to see the Phillies come on and hold them off and then beat them in extra innings because that would even put more space between uh, Pittsburgh and uh, the rest of the division there in the east. New York has already won its ball game, so the Mets will stay right there at three games behind. So that's the story at the moment in the knee East. Uh, New York beating Chicago 4-5 to 1 with Stone the winner and Jenkins the loser. A nerve-wracking ball game that uh, shouldn't have been that way, but I guess as I said, that's the way they wind up in the month of September in this wild Eastern Division race. Pirates had an easy 7-1 lead, but the uh, Cardinals kept running at Dave Justy. And Dave's inability to get out in front of the hitters caused him some problems and Hernandez finally came on. To get the final out with the bases loaded, the tying run at first base, getting carpeted ground out to short. The win goes to Jim Rucker. He is 9-5, uh, his second win against the Cardinals this year. Nagy lost it, his record 0-2. Hearts jumped on him for three runs in the first inning, but the bullpen did a great job. Pena, Murphy, and then Segui came on, a top relief pitcher, with a game up for grabs, and a big blow in this ball game. rookie Dave Parker, hitting his fourth home run, a three-run shot after Rennie Stennett had driven in another run to keep it going. But the home run by Parker was a deciding blow in this ball game. And it turned out we needed it, and the Cardinals never gave up and kept coming at us. The line score, seven runs, seven hits, and one error for the Pirates. Four runs, 11 hits, and no errors for St. Louis. And the Pirates now move three full games ahead of the St. Louis Cardinals, who are in third place. Montreal and Philadelphia are tied 4-4. They're in the ninth inning at Jerry Park. <laughs> 